Welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast, where we'll hear stories from Washingtonians from their favorite food at Waltz or the CAF to their favorite Tiger Tunes shows and professors. We'll also find out what they've been up to outside the famed Washita bubble. I'm your host, John Merriman, Washita's Director of Alumni Relations. Today on the Tiger for Life podcast is Jacob Watson from the class of 2011. Jacob shares about his musical theater journey, including time on Broadway in Violet, Phantom of the Opera, Carousel, Hello Dolly, 1776, and the national and international tour of Chicago. You can currently catch Jacob at the Arkansas Rep and the production of Into the Woods through May 8th. If you miss him then, you'll have to head to New Jersey to catch him in Sister Act at the Paper Mill Playhouse in June. Jacob also continues to return to campus to invest in current students. We hope you enjoy this conversation with Jacob. All right, Jacob Watson, welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast. Hi, how's it going? It's good. A little stormy. I'm hoping the Wi-Fi holds out for us so we can have our chat today. (laughs) Same here. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Now, did I see that was opening night last night for Into the Woods? No, last night was the first preview. Okay, Um, first preview. So we were still rehearsing. We're still fixing things technically and staging-wise. So I'm going to rehearsal here in about an hour and a half um, to go work on some more stuff. And then we have our second preview tonight. Uh, technically opening night is Friday night. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, how's it been going so far? Great. It's been so wonderful. Um, not only just getting to be working on this, such a, one of my favorite shows of all time and like one of my favorite roles, but like getting to be close to home and getting to see friends and family. I've just been texting people, Hey, come get lunch with me at this place next door to the theater. I've eaten so many, do you know, threefold noodle? Have you had threefold oh, yeah. noodles and dumpling? I've eaten there too many times. Uh, It's right there by the theater. It's so easy. Um, But it's just been so great all around. I've been seeing my parents every day off as often as possible. And it's been such a a great time being back in Arkansas. That's awesome. Are they still in Wynn? No, they're in Jonesboro these days. They moved there a few years ago. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Yep. That's great. Um, I know you majored in musical theater at Washtaw. We're in a ton of performances here. Tell us about your journey post-Washtaw. So right after school, I had done, when I was in college, we did these big Nats competitions all the time. It was National Association of Teachers of Singing. Um, and uh, the artistic director at Shreveport Opera saw me in one of those competitions and asked me to come be, asked me to come be a young artist for him. Yeah. So I went and did that for right after school. That's what I did right out of school. Um, I did that for uh, seven months or so. I did a children's tour of a couple of shows, and then I was in all of the operas at Shreveport Opera. And then right after that, I moved to New York to uh, pursue musical theater. And I started waiting tables. I did the thing for a few months. And then uh, I just got, I was in the right place, right time. And I booked a show called Violet, hmm. uh, which was at the Roundabout Theater starring Sutton Foster and Joshua Henry. And that was my first Broadway show. It's how I joined the Actors Union. Um, and then from there, I went into the national tour of Chicago as Amos Hart, Mr. Cellophane. Yeah. And then I did the out of town tryouts of Amelie, the musical. Mm-hmm. And then I went into the Phantom of the Opera. And then Hello, Dolly, then Carousel. Yeah. Uh, and then two years off because Ugh. nobody worked in the theater for two years. Yeah. Um, I did a couple of small things here and there, but then my first thing back after that was was Annie, um, Annie live on NBC. And then I've been, um, I did an out of town tryout of a new musical by the Avett brothers recently. And now I'm in Arkansas doing into the woods. 
That's awesome. What, what There's been the, other little things sprinkled here or there, but yeah. 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 What were the two years like? I mean, during COVID, was it I mean, wow. just, the, I mean, ugh. it was interesting. The thing I tell people is, is that first year, really, I was already, I was pretty tired. I was pretty not burnt out, but I, I, I had a lot of creative output and not a lot of input. And that's, mm-hmm. that was my fault. Um, I was just working, working, working. So those two years, that first year, really few months was really kind of, uh, it was weird and stressful, but also there was, it was very restful at the same time, um, kind of a forced rest period. Uh, and for that first year, I really told people, it's like, I guess I'm not an actor anymore. I don't know if this thing's ever going to come back. None of us really know what's going to happen. Um, so I kind of did, I did some handiwork for my house. I, I helped my wife renovate our house. And then I helped her do uh, staging and interior design installs um, for a little while. And then she said, I need, she said, I need a better assistant. And I said, okay, I understand. That's fine. <laughs> she let me go. Um, and then I started back to work and, um, uh, but it was a very interesting time. I think a lot of actors and a lot of theater people and a lot of, uh, people who do performing arts for masses of people, a lot of us questioned what, uh, you know, the longevity of what we were really doing. And it helped reprioritize what our real purpose and mission is uh, in what we decided to do with our lives. Yeah. I mean, what does a typical day or week look like, you know, when you're doing a show, like you're doing into the woods, you know? Um, yeah. Once it, you know, I know you're doing rehearsals now, once it gets rolling, what does a day look like for you? Well, once it gets rolling, um, first of all, there is no typical day <laughs> no. in the theater life. <laughs> um, but usually once a show gets up and running, um, you, you try to either work on the next thing, um, whatever it is you're doing next, uh, you have auditions during the day, um, you're seeking out auditions, all of that kind of stuff, or you're doing, if I was back in New York, I'd be trying to get, uh, trying to do as many workshops of new musicals or, or readings of new musicals. Um, the kind of, the, the thing about being an actor is you're never, you're always think you always have to work towards that next thing. Um, and you have to be as, it's difficult because you have to be as present as physically possible while you're doing the thing you're doing, but you also have to think, okay, well, in three weeks, uh, I don't have anything. So I have to get moving here and figure out what's next. Um, so that's part of it. Um, try to go to the gym, try to go for a big, long walk, eat healthy, rest as much as possible, depending on how difficult the show is. Um, yeah, so it, it, it kind of varies, but generally those are the the main points. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've gotten to be a part of a ton of great shows and um, we've loved kind of keeping up with you. Is there a show or a role that you've enjoyed the most? It's, you know, probably difficult to say, but are there a couple, maybe one or a couple of roles that you really just loved being a part of? Yeah, I would say uh, two things. Um, favorite show that I've been involved in and not necessarily for uh uh, so the, my, one of my favorite shows I've been involved in is, is Violet, uh, which was my first show on Broadway. It was how I joined the Actors Union. Um, I met, I still keep in touch with some of those people today, a good portion of those people. We still have a text thread. When everything shut down, we did a big Zoom call and hung out for a couple of hours. And um, those people were just really special to me. It's where I learned how to be a professional actor. It's where I learned how to be uh, a union member. It's where I learned how to be a good artist. Um, and, and that was kind of the, the, a very formative experience for me. And so for that reason, I would say that was probably the most, uh, 
my favorite show that I've been a part of. Um, one of my favorite roles definitely had to have been Mr. Enoch Snow in Carousel. Mm. That also, for similar reasons, was my first principal role on Broadway. That was my first non-ensemble or understudy role. That was my first role uh, that I did that was mine. Um, and, and that was uh, its own uh, bag of experience, you know, and uh, I learned so much from that, good and bad, uh, about myself, about uh, the business and all of those things. Um, and so for me, that was another favorite experience that I got to have. And the role is just so much fun and you get to sing such gorgeous music um, with a huge orchestra beneath you. It was a really, really special thing. Yeah, I love that show. Uh, I think we did Carousel here when I was a student. So it was able to It's a great one. That's right. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, who have you enjoyed meeting or working with the most? I mean, I guess working with Seth Foster is probably incredible, but uh, yeah. Who have you enjoyed meeting or working with? Um, yeah, I mean, I worked with, I've been so lucky and so blessed to have worked with so many amazing people. Um, I think the two people that really stand out to me, one is, uh, Joshua Henry. Um, I think so. He he played Flick and Violet. He's Tony nominated for that, and then he also played Billy in Carousel, and he was Tony nominated for that. Um, and he he's just he's just so special, both as an artist and as a human, um, uh, which I think go hand in hand. But he he his mentality, the way he shows up to work every day, his artistry, his abilities, his kindness and humility. That's something that really is important to me uh, is how you show up, not necessarily what you show up with. Um, and then another man is Alexander Gimignani. He's, he's uh, another character guy like myself. And he, uh, uh, I remember growing up and listening to him and being such a big fan of his. I saw him play Jean Valjean on Broadway. It was my first Broadway show I ever saw. I saw him play it in the first revival of it. Wow. Uh, and I remember meeting him in the hall and saying, Hey, Mr. Gimignani, I'm, I'm such a big fan of yours. And then cut to not even a year later, uh, we're doing our first table read of Violet together where he played the father of Violet. And then I've worked with him two or three more times on shows. And then I've done a ton of concerts with him and stuff like that. But for similar reasons as Joshua, just uh, a true artist and, and uh, great human. He composes, he conducts, he directs, he coaches, he acts, Tony nominated actor. I mean, he's, He's the real deal. And so for me, those two guys stand out the most. Yeah. Uh, was there a, sh- a show that you saw when you were growing up that kind of inspired you to go into theater? Yeah, absolutely. I, I had never really seen a lot of professional theater. I had never seen any professional theater uh, being in wind. There's not a lot of options. Uh, Orpheum was, you know, we didn't go to Memphis very often. It was a little just too far away from where we were. And mm-hmm. that's not something we thought about very often. And so I started doing musicals saw freshman year of high school but then between junior and senior year of high school I went to see my first professional show which was the national tour of Les Mis at the Orpheum and I was like oh that guy looks like a linebacker is has a beard and is singing really high maybe I could do that I want to do that that's what I want to do and so I would definitely say that national tour of Les Mis was the thing that like sparked it all for me in terms of really wanting to do it that's awesome. Yeah, that's a, a great yeah. show. Always a good, always a good one. Yeah, one of my all-time faves. Yeah, I think that's one of the first ones I saw on Broadway too. It was just really yep. fantastic. Yep. Um, what are you enjoying most about your time with the rep and, and doing into the woods? What's been most memorable so far? 
it's been such a wonderful experience. The, um, I've always wanted to work at the rep. I've always wanted to come to the rep and do something. I remember between my, or it was around my senior year of high school, I almost came to their summer musical theater program and I never did. Um, and then I auditioned a couple times as a professional and never really got to work with them. And so um, getting in touch with, with Will Trice, the, the new artistic director who's doing a fantastic job there, uh, getting in touch with him about doing this show was really special and exciting. And it's proven to be so wonderful because one of my favorite things about it is that maybe for the first time in a while, the rep is using a lot of local actors. Mm. Um, a thing for them has always been that they used a lot of New York actors. And so this time around, uh, Will's new mission is to try to use as many local actors as possible uh, and mix the two uh, groups. Mm -hmm. and so you've got, you know, probably a third, a quarter of the cast are New York slash union actors. Mm -hmm. And then you've got a good chunk of people um, who are from Little Rock, also union, non-union kind of mixed in there. Um, but it makes for such a special experience. And, and one of my uh, co-stars, one of the people in the show mentioned that it makes it so much more local. It makes it so much more specific to this area. Uh, and that's what makes this experience special for people who get to come see it is that it is, you may be like, Oh, I've seen that person at the store. Or I've seen that person sing at church. I've seen that person at the zoo, you know? Mm -hmm. And those people are also in the show. And that's what's making this experience so special and getting to see um, professionals make theater outside of New York is uh, always a thrill to me. Yeah, I'm just glad the rep was able to make it. I mean, there were some days where we thought yeah. we wasn't going to make it. And uh, I know we just saw, I guess, Designing Women there, you know, a couple months ago. Just uh -huh. great, great to be back in that space. I really love that that venue. Yeah. Too. I love that theater. It's so, so special. Uh, let's talk Annie live for a minute. I mean, that's been All right. a few months now, but what an amazing show. And you did such a fantastic job. We were making, making dinner and I told Emily, I saw a text come through that you were already on there in like the first couple minutes. And I was like, shoot, I forgot. And I went running in there. And I thought <laughs> I missed him. I'll never see him. And then there you were popping up, you know, I don't know how many roles, <laughs> how many roles did you, did you play in that? Uh, I can't remember. I, I want to I say five or six. Yeah, it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it I was, was fun. Super impressed. You just kept appearing, and it was so fun. Thank you. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe closer to seven, actually. Yeah, I, and I'm watching the whole thing, and when Annie basically turns and sings, the sun will come out to you first. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> what in the world is? I mean, your life is so awesome. I know. What, was, what was it like making that production? What like what are some things that maybe somebody watching wouldn't realize of how that production comes together? We, we rehearsed a lot. Um, it's got to be very, uh, very rehearsed because mm -hmm. while it does have that live aspect, it is still TV. Uh, it still needs to hit its marks. It still needs to be uh, precise and clean and fairly calculated in that way. Um, but there is still that, one thing that made it really special for this show in particular, there was a live audience. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how many of them have done a live audience with these before. Um, and something that was unique to this production that we did uh, uh, for NBC Live was that we were on a singular set. Usually they're in different sound stages and they'll move from different locations to different locations. But we had one singular set as though it was a real musical and they would just push things on and off in between. And watching those guys uh, and those ladies work in between scenes on 
like, you know, minute and a half long commercial breaks. They're changing from Warbucks set into, uh, you know, the streets of New York, kind of wild experience getting to watch that. Um, but everyone involved with it was so special. It was such a sweet, uh, exciting time. A lot of us, it was our first time back working on something in that, in that big of a, a space and that big of a, a deal. Um, so it was really cool to get to be back in that way. Yeah. How long did you prepare for that? How long were the rehearsals leading up? We started rehearsing, we started rehearsing probably, I want to say late October. Okay. Yeah. Like the end of October. Um, and then, it, you know, we rehearsed all the way through most, we had Thanksgiving or so off and then, uh, but we rehearsed probably for a month and a half for it. Um, choreography, music, all of that stuff. Um, and then went to a soundstage for a week and a half um, out in Long Island. And oh, wow. we worked it and rehearsed it and practiced it and practiced it. And then uh, did the taping, did the, did the live filming. Well, it was a lot of fun to watch. And I mean, you did yeah, a fantastic thank job. You. Awesome. Thank you. Thank um, you. Are there things in the works that you'd like to share about or you're able to share about? Yeah, there's a couple of things. Um the thing I'm I'm most excited about, and I I really want to see happen, is swept away. Yeah. Um. That was I think it, it's a show that really has a lot to to tell us about uh, humanity and the world around us, and um, I'm excited to see what the future of that could be. Um. And then there's a couple other small things here or there, but um, nothing huge at this point. Yeah, Emily and I are big Avit fans, so we were. Oh yeah. Following the musical. Yeah. 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 So I, I, that was kind of the premiere of it, right? That, that was the world premiere of it. Yeah. They'd done workshops of it um, with just the four lead guys. Um, and they uh, had done, you know, readings of the script and stuff like that. But this was the first time doing it with the band, with all the music, with the four uh, whaling ship crew members, um, with the set, with costumes, all that stuff. This was the first time doing that. Uh, and I think it, it went over beautifully and I'm, I'm excited to see it what happens next for it. Yeah. Did, did the Avett brothers come and see it? Out the, Avett, the actual brothers were not able to make it. Um, but uh, Joe Kwan, the cellist came out and hung out with us a couple times, uh, which was exciting. He was so sweet and super complimentary and had a great time. The best compliment he gave was it, it really sounded like he said, it's really sounded like the Avets. He really sounded like what they do every night, yeah. which was really, really important to us. That's fun. Yeah, he's incredibly talented too. Yeah, unbelievable. Such that. a nice guy too. That's yeah. awesome. Um, kind of switching gears to your Washtenaw story, what made you choose Washtenaw for school? Kind of what led you here? Um, you know, I'd gone to Super Summer, which I don't know if that's still a thing anymore. Um, yeah. it, but had, I, it had COVID yeah, break yeah. too, but it's coming back. So. Sure, 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 sure. It was huge whenever I was in the youth groups. Mm. Um, and uh, so I went to that every summer and I just, there was something about the, the campus that I really loved. Um, my sisters both went there. And at the time it was the only musical theater degree in the state of Arkansas. It might still be, I'm not sure. Um, but it was the only place you could go to school and get a degree in musical theater. Um, and so I, I visited and I, I talked with some of the professors and all that and I just fell in love with what they were doing. And something that was really important to me was experience. Mm -hmm. uh, and at a school like Washita, they 
allow you, a lot of schools keep it separate. You know, the, the music department and the theater department are kind of separate things. Then there's a musical theater department, which is kind of its own thing. But at OBU, it's all together. I could do the operas, I could do the Shakespeare, I could do the contemporary plays, I could do the musicals. And that was really important to me to be able to do lots of different things. Um, and so, and not on top of that, I, I had to stage manage a couple of times. I had to design sound. I had to design lights, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and learn how to be a whole theater artist. And that was something OBU offered that not many other schools did. Uh, and so that was a big thing that drew me as a, as a theater maker to that school. Yeah, I mean, there's so many productions you were in. Were, were there any favorites while you were uh, a student here? My app, I have two favorites um, that I think about a lot. Um, one was Suzical. Um, it came at a really like sweet, special time for me in terms of just my my personal life, there was a lot going on and it was such a special show, um, a special experience that I just, I loved doing it. And then the other one was Festy in Twelfth Night, uh, which I still want to play again. I just loved that role so much. It's, it's such an interesting, smart character. And I loved that production that Daniel in a way uh, directed. Um, I just loved it. That's awesome. Um, I know a lot of Washtenaw folks know you from your, your time here and know Elizabeth. Um, uh -huh. what, what was your story? How did you meet? And tell us about, tell us about that. Well, we, we were best friends. We were in the music department together. She studied with Dr. G. I studied with Dr. J. Okay. Um, and we hung out a lot. We were in the same friend group and I always had a crush on her. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, going into senior year, I finally told her like, Hey, look, I, 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 you mean more to me than just being a friend. And she said, not so much for me. Um, and then we moved into, we lived in, I think it was Lancelot Apartments. And she lived like two or three doors down. And I was here because, and because we had so many mutual friends, we hung out all the time. We ended up cooking dinner for each other, all those kinds of things. And, um, and we just slowly started dating. And uh, then we got married, I guess, a couple of years after we graduated from school. Yeah. So what's life like for you guys today? I know that you're, you know, doing theater on the, you know, different coasts and, and things. Uh -huh. how are you managing all of that when you're in these different shows and Elizabeth's uh, back at home? What's that like? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been tough. Um, I don't like going out of town very often. I and mean, we, that's something that I decided a long time ago. I don't really want to do very often unless I really have to, unless it's something I really want to do. Um and so, uh, you know, I was doing swept away and kind of right when I got there, I was like, all right, I'm going to be here for three months. And then they extended and it turned into almost four months. And, but kind of right at the beginning of being there, um, is when I got the email from, uh, the Arkansas rep about doing the Baker and into the woods. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, I'd be home for a week and then I go back out for another two months. That's not ideal, but we, you know, this is something I really wanted to do. So we figured it out. Um, but it's tough. It's tough. It was even tougher when I was on the West coast and it was a three hour time difference being closer in time differences now is, is much easier. We have a much easier time of getting on the phone and talking and, you know, we text throughout the day as often as possible and just kind of try to stay connected as much as possible and find things to talk about movies, TV shows, uh, books, things like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, we, we do our best and, 
it's tricky and it's not fun. And I hope I don't have to do it very often. <laughs> I'd much rather, I'd much rather be uh, home with her um, doing theater, but, but sometimes you have to, you know, sacrifice those things to, especially after, right after COVID um, the COVID break, the work is kind of sparse. Um, and so in order to, on a very purely practical level, in order to qualify for health insurance weeks and to, to get, you know, contracts and, and payment and all that kind of stuff, you have to take jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of that is that, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tricky. You have to balance a lot. Yeah. I'm sure it's uh, kind of difficult to keep that going after this show. Are you back home? I'm going, I'm back in, I'm doing a show in New Jersey. Oh, nice. Which is where we live. We live in, right outside of the city in New Jersey. That's good. Uh, how do you feel like Washtop prepared you for your career in theater or life in general? How do you feel like Washtop prepared you? Yeah, I think to go back to what I said about what I wanted to go, why I wanted to go there originally, you know, getting to do a lot of different kinds of things uh, inside the theater department really is, I think, one of the most important things to me as a, as a, as a professional that I've had a lot of different experiences. I, I have, uh, a general understanding of a lot of different things um, makes me a better theater maker, um, a more collaborative theater maker. I, I hope that's the goal at least. Um, so I'm not just so singularly focused on just being the actor. I can understand the whole of what's happening um, because of my experience at OBU. Um, also, I remember uh, just about every professor I had at one point or another sat me down and told me, Jacob, you have to get it together between my freshman, about my freshman and sophomore year were pretty iffy in terms of my grades. And, um, and they were like, you have to step it up. You're, you're not good. <laughs> you have to figure this out. And um, that stuck with me. I remember Dr. Keck. Do you remember Dr. Keck who was yeah. the musicologist at the school? Um, he sat me down. He's like, Jacob, you're wonderful. This is all great you have to start making a to-do list every morning, sit down, make a to-do list every morning and check it off. You go because you're not getting things done. You're not, you're not coming to class the way you're supposed to. You're not doing these things. And so discipline, I learned a lot of discipline, uh, both as an, as a professional and as a human, um, at OBU and that, you know, no one else is going to do that for you. I have to, I have to get up every day and, and do that for myself, uh, in terms of keeping those things, uh, prioritized and organized. Yeah, you have to do that in those music degrees, musical theater degrees. Those classes are hard. (laughs) Yes, they're very hard. Very hard. I got into theory and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I can't do this, and hopped into mass (laughs) comm. Totally. I was failing piano. I was like, yeah, I got to get out of here. But but it's Uh it's, it's tough. That's awesome that Dr. Keck would do that, would take the time to do that. It was really special. And, you know, I had a, a few teachers do that to me, which was really you're looking back on it, you know, as a studio, like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm going to, yeah, I'll do it. But like, I'm good. <laughs> and, you know, as a grown up, you're like, wow, thank you for taking the time and interest in my life to, to pull me aside and, and, and speak into me in that way. I love that. Yeah. Um, during your time here, favorite professor. I have no favorites. I play no favorites. Okay. Uh, I'll say every professor who sat me down and had that conversation with me, let's put it that way. Um, no, but I, I do have to give a, a special shout out to, to Dr. Scott Holsclaw, uh, who is retired now, but is still, you know, very much involved in the theater department there. I just saw him a couple of weeks ago. 
Uh, a shout out to Eric Phillips, who is running the theater department these days and doing a fabulous job. Dr. Gary Gerber, who was my singer's uh, teacher at the time. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the man, Dr. J, my voice teacher, yeah. who is retiring this year. This is his final semester as a teacher. I just went back and did a, a recital for him uh, and a big reception and all that kind of stuff and got to see him was just wonderful. And then uh, another guy who's no longer teaching there, Daniel Inouye, um, really special and important to me at, 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 during my time at OBU as well. Yeah, I'm sure you would have loved to see Eric this week. Uh, JPAC got struck by lightning in a storm. What? Yeah, we have no house lights in JPAC, and the the equipment is no longer made, so we're not sure how we're going to do it. But Eric was so excited, I feel like, to make it work for chapel yesterday, like crawling in the catwalk and hanging lights. to. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, I've never seen anybody. So he was in his element. Yeah. He was like problem solving and running around. It was really fun. Uh-huh. We did have chapel. We don't know what we're going to do. We have ER this weekend with all these students coming in and it's, oh gosh. Yeah. They're trying to figure out how to, you know, fix the light situation, but yeah, it's been, oh, you know, gosh. I've been so impressed with Eric. He's just been the best through the whole he's, thing. He's the best theater. People are the most resourceful of people. Yeah. They were given a tour and he said, rope coming down and a rope like flew down to the ground and they hooked a light up to it and he hurled this light up in the air. And I was like, okay, he's getting this thing done. So mm-hmm. it was awesome. Taking care of business. Yep. You have a favorite that. class that you took while you were here, either in your major or not? Favorite class. I would say my favorite class was rehearsal. Any rehearsal for any show that I got to be in is where I learned the most. Um, I learned a lot from all the classes, classes, obviously. Um, but I would say my favorite class was definitely every rehearsal I got to be a part of and, and watch. Awesome. Um, favorite spot on campus? Is there a place that you just... Ooh. Um, I loved the Verser Theater. So many special memories in that theater. Hanging lights late at night. Um, hanging out with friends, reading plays and all that kind of stuff. It was just a really, really special place. Love it. Uh, any favorite memories, one or two of your time here? Um, I'm trying to think. One of my favorite memories was when um, Mary Handebo, who who is no longer teaching at OBU either, was directing a play, and uh, I was in a role that I I needed darker hair for, and she also darkened. We dyed my chest hair <laughs> because I had an open shirt. Uh-huh. And then I also drew I, on my belly hair. I did a, a money sign uh, in my hair dye. Um, that's a fun memory. Uh, just so many to talk of. Anything that happened inside a virtual theater is very fond. I have very fond memories of that place. I love it. Uh, anything else you want to share with your Washtenaw family listening out there today? Come see Into the Woods at Arkansas Repertory Theater. Uh, I leave May 8th. May 8th is my final show. They continue for another week. Okay. Um, but I, May 8th is my final show with, okay, uh, with, our, with Into the Woods. I'd love to see if you come, get in touch with me on Instagram at Jacob Keith Watson. Uh, I'd love to say hi, um, connect with as many OBU folks as possible. Definitely. Yeah. Emily and I cannot wait to come see it. So yeah, yeah, we're excited. But Good. hey, Jacob, thanks for hopping on today. We're just so proud of you and all of your work and uh, are cheering you on every time we see you in a production out there. You're just uh, doing awesome. So thanks for 
being a Tiger for Life out there. And uh, thanks for hopping on today. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Tiger for Life podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe so you won't miss out on future episodes. Oh, yeah.